Okay, Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to every week's most fun time of the week. It's Chantel. Yay! It's me. It's just a Lady Ada. It's a Hackaday flag. We're here at the Aid Food Factory <laughs> where we design, test, manufacture, ship, code, all the goodie and electronics you love. But for the next 20 minutes or so, we're going to check in with people around the community, both at Adafruit and beyond, to see what they're working on. Are they 3D printing? What are they crafting? What are they sewing? What are they knitting? What are they soldering? Let's check in with some Adafruit folks, and we'll get out of here at 7.50. That's right. Okay. Okay, first up. Who do you want to call first? Let's go to Scott first. Oh, He's Scott. ready. Are you ready? Hello. Yeah. Go ahead and add my screen there, too. So this is the Circuit Playground Blue Fruits uh, text output. What I've been working on is BLE. So uh, I've been working on uh, fleshing out our Adafruit like top-level Python BLE library. And so if I, I have uh, my phone here, and this is just the Nordic Connect app. I haven't gotten it using a custom app yet. But if I hit Connect to the Circuit Playground device, uh, we see that uh, CircuitPython says it's connected. Uh, I can read that it's an iPhone. And then the 64 here is actually telling me like what kind of device it is. Uh, it's a standard BLE thing. So it's telling me it's a generic phone, <laughs> which is uh, you know super handy. Uh, <laughs> and then the none type stuff is something that's not working yet. And then this bottom thing is also something not working. But it's uh, theoretically getting the current time from my phone. Um, so one thing I didn't realize you could do is that once, um, if my phone connects to the Circuit Playground, the Circuit Playground can then see services that the phone provides, like information about what it its name is, or uh, what type of device it is, or the current time. Um, and I didn't realize kind of it went backwards like that. Uh, so I was playing around with that and trying to get it going. I think the reason that some of these are not working is that I'm not actually paired. So there hasn't been any sort of like validation that I'm actually connected to the thing that I want to be connected to. Um, so hopefully if I add that, that'll, then it will work. Yeah. Well, you're making um, good progress. Look at you. You got big numbers with eights in them. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I've been a lot of rework under the hood. The thing that I've been prototyping is like, um, actually maybe I can show it. Maybe it works. Um, but I can actually type in the file name that I want to see on my phone. So if I do code.py and write, it, it didn't, it's not connected. <laughs> no, no. I haven't, I haven't tried this yet, or okay. I haven't tried this recently. Live demo. Looks like it connected again. Yeah. And then if we write, oh, what? Yep. Okay. There you go. So it, so it did get the string, the string of what file I want to be working on right now. Okay. Um, code.py, the promising. Code.py, and what it should do at that point is that it should transmit all of the bytes of that file back up to my device. Except I don't have like this app isn't smart enough to like store everything for me, so I can't actually tell. Okay. Got it. All right. And for the folks who are interested, we have uh, the Python on Hardware newsletter on AdafruitDaily.com. We also post up uh, the same thing on our blog, and you can watch this story of us uh, making Bluetooth for everyone and making it really easy with mm -hmm. uh, CircuitPython. So tune into that. And then, of course, you can tune into the shows each week. But um, we wanted to show, like, here, here's us doing what we like to do at Adafruit, make things easy, simple, like getting rid of all that complexity and then being able to use all these mobile devices. So very exciting. tune in. All right, thank you, Scott, and Scott Screen.
Okay. Thank you. Okay, next, okay, next up, up, Noah and Pedro, what do you got going on? Hey, hello there, everybody. Hey. Yeah, so this week we wanted to make a wearable case for the monster mask. So I'm wearing it right now. It's a little 3D printed case. Let me take the headphones down so I can take it off. So how am I going to do this, actually? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't have it over I'm not Wirecast. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. We need more cameras. Um, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> So uh, the, it's kind of an open frame design, so it exposes the uh, PCB. And it's a snap fit together case. So there's two halves, they snap fit together. Uh, we printed this little bumper here um, so that it's a little bit more comfortable. It's printed in NinjaFlex. You could also print it in PLA, but we got NinjaFlex going on. And let's see what else. We were able to stuff the mini oval speaker in the back there. That's why there's these grill fins. And there's uh, just an elastic strap um, that we're going to start carrying soon. So you got your 3 fourths inch 20 millimeter uh, straps and there's two little loops there and just these little uh, tri-glide clips to kind of adjust the tension of it. Um, that's pr that's pretty much it. It's pretty simple to print. I exposed all the buttons so you can. Yeah, I like that. You, you get the headphone jack, the buttons, yeah. the on-off switch, recharging. Yeah. yeah, and they're a little notched out so that you can actually reach it and turn. Yeah, on. really elegant design. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm then... wearing it right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, I just did some quick uh, customization to the graphics. So I got my little purple iris. There you go. Cool. We're twenty. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I can put it on over my. Yeah, I should also remind folks that the nose is boopable, depending on how it's coated and stuff like that. So it'll do that. Right. Things. Let's boop it. Yeah. So if you boop it, it'll be like getting Yay. booped. Woo. Natural boop. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I made my irises bigger because it looks cute that way. That is cute. Here's your tip. You want to make it cuter? Just make it iris bigger. Yeah. How do you resist so, uh, not putting them on that dog that's patiently just hanging out? Yeah, I know. We need to waiting for his walk. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just working on the next week one. Let's see if it doesn't fall apart. Let's see if it doesn't fall apart. Does it fall apart? Ooh. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> He's an yeah. alien. I look like yeah, that one monster from Ah Monsters. I don't remember their name. Oh, uh, Crumb. He's yeah. got hands, though. Or Oblina. Maybe it's Oblina. Yeah. Ob you guys, thanks. Let us know in the chat. And if folks haven't seen the movie Explorers, you should uh, watch that, that because that's yep. some of the friendly aliens that were in that as well. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. That's going right. to be us. Go, take, go take the dog for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Very patient. Usually that dog is not very patient. Yeah. Let's go. Come on. Yay. Okay. Yay. Yeah, go, go, go. Park, 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 park. Okay. Right. Okay. And just a little bit of uh, comments here because we can now add comments. Uh, Jay says, very cool. Bluetooth on circuit. Python is huge. And then. Uh, and circuit playground. Yeah. So that's cool. Okay. Next up, let's go to JP. All right. JP, Hello? what are you up to? Well, I want to say trick or treat. But I know it's a little early, but I'm trying to get some Halloween projects in early enough that people can start building their own stuff. And uh, what I've got is, you guessed right, it's Monster Mask on a uh, classic candy bucket. Uh, and so what you'll notice is this is not your typical eyes that we've been showing on the, uh, the Monster Mask. Um, instead, I'm playing a pair of GIFs back. And so... Uh, this is using the Arcada um, GIF player, and we've also got uh, buttons that allow us to cycle through different GIFs. So I've just made a few of the same GIF uh, with different background colors. Um, and so I'm going to show on my show tomorrow how to set that up and uh, how also how you can 
create your own GIFs from scratch if you want to. You can also find uh, GIFs out there on the internet and uh, you'll want to resize them 240, 240 to work well on here. But uh, I think this is a really fun way to do customizations and we've got some, some other uh, ideas for uh, maybe advertising which candies you do and don't want when you go up to the door. Uh, I want candy corn, so I'm going to put candy corn on there. Sorry. Sick weirdo. <laughs> uh, and also show you how I um, mounted this to the bucket. You could do it a lot of different ways. Velcro, double stick tape. I ended up using some little uh, nylon two and a half millimeter standoffs and screws so that it's... Uh, lots of mounting holes. Uh, you requested them. I did. I, yeah, I requested when we were building this PCB to get us lots and lots of mounting holes because it's useful and uh, I've, I've done it. Okay. I've done Your it. wish is my command. Thank you. And uh, on that on the show tomorrow. So swing by at uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and we'll go over uh, making this and setting up your gift player on your monster mask. Yay. One other thing we're mentioning is we wanted to make this as easy as possible. So when you want to put gifts on it, um, you can just drag and drop. That's right. So we, we made it in a, so even if you don't you know, have a IDE or, you know, you're not a, programmer, you can still just get a GIF and just drag it on there. So yeah. that, that means everyone can make something. Yes. Okay. Thanks, JP. Sure thing. Nice bucket. Right. Okay. Next up. Phil B, what and, are you crafting? Oh, um, I got a thing here. I just want to say that that's really cool. Uh, it's it's never too early for Halloween projects. Yeah. I don't know. Halloween starts in August. That's, yeah, yeah. No, even oh, This is a little late. Yeah. I think it's a little earlier. April, April's a good uh, Halloween yeah. start. Anyway, I did a guide. This I showed this last week, in fact. Um, but uh, the guide for this is now live. Um, this this creepy ass hat with these creepy <laughs> eyes on it, the uh, animated uh, Judge Doom eyes. Um, so the guide's live. If you want to read how to do this, um, and I just had a, an interesting um, little uh, story to tell on it. Um, in the guide, I, I go to great length to explain why I had to, I, I can't even see it, but I, I took a lot of effort to get the distance of the eyes just right to align with my own eyes. Um, and you can't see this on video, but you know, we, we have uh, cues for seeing how far away something is, binocular parallax and all that. So in person, this looks really cool. But um, so a friend comes over yesterday and he wanted to try it on. And uh, he wears glasses. And the weird thing is, um, the way the Pepper's ghost effect <laughs> works. It looks even better. Well, is that I know. The, the eyes appear behind the glasses. Yeah. Yeah, because of how we perceive the distance of things and how far we perceive the reflection. Oh, cool. I see what you mean. Yeah. No, because it really does, especially if you have it half like like that. Yeah, like it is, that. It's bizarre how our brains think that those eyes really are where your eyeballs are. Yeah, they're really at a, a very specific uh, set distance. And I, I hadn't even anticipated that until, you know, he came over and tried it out. And it's like, that's neat. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, surprises, they they happen. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, check out the guide. It's, uh, it's pretty wacky. Maybe uh, if this was from the chat, maybe uh, check out sunglasses, see what that looks like. Yeah, well, they, they they should be blocking your eyes though, and yeah. they still appear, you know, full. They full. might look like they're glowing from behind the sunglasses. I don't know. Yeah, like tinted ones, not maybe yeah. you know full. Oh, I'll have to try. I'll try it out. I like I like how your animation of your eyes is good for whether you're thinking, 
answering, <laughs> yeah. laughing. Like it's actually generic enough. It it looks it looks. Well, well, we were I'm thinking not... it actually it looked up at the upper right, which people tend to do sometimes. Yeah, these aren't sized for my my human eyes, but. Uh... Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it basically looks like they're glowing from behind, which is an interesting effect. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. All right. Okay, well, now we know. Good job. All right. Thank you, Judge Doom. Go get okay. those tunes. All right. Okay. Next up. Next up, Richard A. Hey, Richard. Hey, Richard. What are you up to? Hey, guys. So um, I uh, basically have been working on the, the mini smart home, which is on my bench in the back over there. Um, so I got everything hooked up. I'm just uh, finishing up the guide. I can change all the colors of the lights. Um, and I even started setting up some routines. So with this one, um, it has the door sensor and it has the smart lock. Um, and essentially, when you close the door, uh, if it goes from an open state to a closed state, um, then after a few seconds, it'll just automatically lock the door. And if it detects movement inside when the door is closed, it'll unlock the door. Um, so I've tried to work in some, some automations. This is all done through Home Assistant. So um, I finished that guide on how to set up Home Assistant with um, uh, Mosquito MQTT mm -hmm. and their, um, their configuration editor that's in browser, uh, which is needed for doing a lot of the stuff that uses the ESP8266 huzzah um, and really anything that isn't like an off the shelf IoT thing, um, but also uh, adding the node red, which is kind of a more complex way of doing automation. So that's kind of setting the stage for for this thing that will um, take all of that, uh, that server and uh, now being able to hook up hardware to it. Um, so there's still a, a problem that I'm having where like after a little bit, I think there's too many commands that are getting sent um, at too quick a time, so uh, it crashes the um, the cricket board, um, and so I have to um, just figure out what the timing is or what's going on with that um, and how to resolve that. But I am doing it with the ESP8266 um, huzzah, so I think it might do better with uh, an ESP32 um, huzzah. Um, I might try that. But the other thing I wanted to show off is there's a little guy back here, which is a robot that I've been working on. Oh, cute. Um, and this is using um, basically one of the, the uh, FeeTech uh, robot platforms that you guys have um, and the uh, Cricut for Microbit. Um, and I'm actually using another Microbit to control it because um, that's what I like about them having Bluetooth. So if I grab this guy, <clears throat> um, I did a workshop not too long ago with it. Um, and uh, so this is using the sonar sensor, uh, and we did uh, figure out how to detect uh, obstacles and do obstacle avoidance. Um, I also threw together this uh, reflectance sensor. Uh, I haven't quite figured out how to do the line um, following yet, uh, although we did do some reflectant tests and it works pretty well. But one of the big things um, that I, I sent you guys an email on um, that I was having some trouble is with the power. So this little blue light here, um, this is actually a five volt step down regulator, um, a voltage regulator, uh, and it's adjustable. And this was kind of key to getting the Cricut working as a mobile robot. Um, the three AA batteries um, usually kind of walk the line from either giving too much power uh, when they're uh, 
fresh batteries or not enough power once the, the motors kicked in. Um, so this is what really saved the day for that. And you can see I have just a more powerful rechargeable battery that runs off of this thing, but it works perfectly fine with uh, four AA batteries and that gives it plenty of power. All right, sweet. Well, thank you for right. jam-packed demo. You got dollhouses, node yeah. reds, Bluetooth, all the colors. Yeah, and if you want a sticker for that robot, you of course know how to get a hold of us. We will send you. Yeah, yeah. And good job with that guide. It's it's really awesome. Very detailed. Thanks. Yeah, putting a lot of hard work into the uh, to the new one, um, and uh, hopefully that'll get more people up with one of those houses. Okay. Cool. Very cool. All right. Thank you so much, Richard. All right. Thank you, Richard. All right. That's Great our time. show until this week. Uh, right on time because now we can set up for Ask an Engineer, which starts at 8 p.m. about 10 minutes from now. Thank you everyone for making this the best. 22 30 minutes of our week every single week we are here every week wednesday at 7 30 p.m eastern time on the show and tell all right everybody. thanks everybody okay see you next week bye bye, -bye.